Welcome in, everyone, to Lively Lewis Stories. That's right. We're back with even more awesome adventures with Levi and Ivy. Set your story time meter to fun and get ready to join the Lively Lewis crew. All you need is your imagination and... Off we go! I can't wait to see where our story takes us today. Have you ever wanted to get more Lively Lewis in your life? Well, we've got you covered. Grab an adult and zoom over to LivelyLewisShop.com. Or just click on the link in our show notes. Enough about that. Let's get to today's super Lively Lewis story. Welcome back, friends, to part two of the Junior Olympics. If you haven't listened to part one, head on over to the story before this one so that you can hear the first part. All right, we're jumping in. Basketball and gymnastics practices started shortly after tryouts ended. After all, they had the Junior Olympics games to prepare for. And if Levi and Ivy thought that they were practicing hard before, they hadn't seen anything yet. That on top of schoolwork, helping at home, and still trying to find time for friends and family was proving to be a lot on both of them. That's why it was important for them to have each other's backs as they went on this Olympic journey together. Levi would always try his best to make Ivy laugh if he saw her getting frustrated with a particular skill. And Ivy always knew what kind of sweet treat would bring Levi out of a bad mood if he wasn't doing well at practice as he would like. I just want to say thank you, said Levi to Ivy as he gobbled up the chocolate candies she gave him one afternoon. I just can't hit my threes today, but this little candy pick-me-up really helped. No need to thank me, Levi. You're always turning my bad moods around too. Like the other day when I just couldn't land the dismount from the rings, started Ivy. Just when I wanted to give up, I looked over and I saw you making funny faces at me from the other end of the gym. I'm glad I could help you as much as you helped me, said Levi. I couldn't imagine doing this without you here. Me either, said Ivy, giving her brother a high five before heading back to practice. And it was an important practice because it would be their last one before the Junior Olympics started in just three short days. At that time, they would be jumping on a plane with their parents and flying off to the biggest sports event of their lives. The games would be held in a bustling city, which was happy to call itself the home to the first ever Junior Olympics. It was history in the making, but Levi and Ivy just couldn't believe they were a part of that history. The next day, as Levi and Ivy walked through the airport, their whole town was right along with them, cheering and showing their support through homemade banners and posters. They called out their names and wished them well as they boarded the plane. They said they would be watching from home and they couldn't wait to see the great things they would do. I suppose it would have been easy for Levi and Ivy to be nervous, but they didn't feel that way at all. They had worked so hard to get to where they were, and whatever happened would be all right with them. Of course, they each wanted to win, but the experience of being at the Junior Olympics with so many other athletes was a little bit bigger than wins and losses. Once in the city, Levi and Ivy went to their hotel with their parents and settled in. They met up with their friends, who were the alternates, on the practice team for each of their sports. They were thrilled to be there as well, and they knew they played an important role in the whole Junior Olympics experience. Ivy's friend Jenny was particularly excited to be there. She had never been to a big city before, never flown in an airplane before, and never stayed in such a huge hotel before. My family mostly goes camping, said Jenny. This hotel is bigger than most of the campsites we go to. Jenny loved gymnastics and had been doing it since she was a toddler. She was so happy for her friend Ivy for making the team, but she really would have loved to have been right there with her. However, she was always supportive and had the best team attitude. She was Ivy's alternate and would step in if Ivy were to ever get hurt. Jenny practiced extra hard to make sure she was ready if needed. 
Since Ivy was so good, Jenny wanted to make sure she was able to keep up if she ever had to take her place and compete. However, there was one thing that Jenny was better at than Ivy, and that was the rings. It was like she was made for them, and everything she did while on them looked so effortless. After looking around the hotel, having dinner with some of the other athletes, and going to a meet and greet, everyone was ready for bed. The next day, they would see the Junior Olympics facilities where they would be competing. They would also get an opportunity to practice a bit more before opening day. The next day was long and tiring, but so much fun. Levi and Ivy tried to enjoy every minute, knowing the games, and the wonderful experience, would be over before they knew it. As they walked around the facilities, they both had huge smiles on their faces, as if the magnitude of the whole experience had still not fully sunk in yet. Each Olympic team focused on their sport and worked hard to make sure they were ready for opening day, which at this point was only about 12 hours away. Everyone was so excited that night that they could barely eat dinner and sleeping was out of the question. The next morning arrived quickly and the Junior Olympics were ready to begin. Levi and his teammates took the court as the first basketball game. It was an honor and Levi did an amazing job. He scored 12 points and his team won the game. Ivy was able to watch from the stands because her gymnastics competition wasn't until later that afternoon. She could have not been prouder of her brother. But she had to get going shortly after the game and to practice a bit more on the rings. She thought maybe Jenny could help her. Ivy was still having trouble sticking the landing at the end of her routine, but she knew she needed to keep trying. Jenny helped all she could before Ivy was up. Ivy's floor routine followed by her balance beam routine were up next. She felt nervous until she looked in the crowd and saw Levi and her parents all cheering her on. Just have fun, she whispered to herself as she took her mark. Just pretend you're doing cartwheels in the front yard. And thankfully, that little pep talk worked wonders because Ivy posted top scores in both her routines, putting her team in third place. The rings were next, and Ivy knew a perfect score from her would bring her team into second place. She was excited, and because of that, she was not paying attention to her surroundings. As Ivy was walking to her coach, she didn't see her gym bag sitting out in front of her. As she called Coach Miller, she got her foot caught in the strap of her bag and fell over, twisting her ankle in the process. Oh no, Ivy! Are you okay? Called out Coach Miller when she saw the pained look on Ivy's face. It's my ankle, said Ivy, holding her ankle and starting to cry. Coach Miller asked the judges for a moment and assessed the situation. She quickly discovered that it wasn't anything too serious, but it wasn't a good idea for Ivy to try and compete on the rings right then. You need to ice your ankle and stay off of it. If you do that, there's a chance you could participate tomorrow if you wrap it, said Coach Miller. I'm sorry, Ivy, you did great, but you're done for the day. That means, Jenny, you're up next on rings. You'll have a little while to warm up before competing. Everyone told Jenny what a great job she would do as they saw a look of panic come over her. She knew it was always a possibility that she would have to compete, but she didn't think it would actually happen. Don't be nervous, Jenny, said Ivy. I'm so sad that you can't compete, said Jenny. Don't feel bad for me at all. I feel exactly the opposite for you. I am so thrilled that you get a chance to go out there and show everyone how amazing you are in the rings. You deserve to be out there because you're a junior Olympian. Now go have some fun. I'll be right here cheering the loudest. Jenny smiled at Ivy and gave her a big hug before running off to warm up. Ivy was so busy talking to Jenny that she didn't notice her parents and Levi standing behind her. We heard everything you just said, Ivy, began her mom. And we couldn't be prouder of you. What amazing sportsmanship that was. Absolutely. You could have been upset about hurting your ankle or mad because Jenny gets to compete on the rings, but you weren't said Ivy's dad. Instead, you were encouraging and supportive. 
Really proud of you, Ivy, said Levi. And I know you'll be back out there in no time. Ivy smiled, so happy to have her parents and Levi around her. Then up in the stands, Jenny's parents were cheering extra loud to make sure Jenny knew how excited they were for her. And they had lots to be excited about. Jenny's routine on the rings was flawless and moved her gymnastics team into second place, where they stayed for the rest of the competition. A silver medal finish for Ivy's gymnastics team and a third place finish for Levi's basketball team was not a bad way to end their time at Junior Olympics. The experiences they had, the friends they made, and the values they learned during their time at Junior Olympics were things that Levi and Ivy would take with them for the rest of their lives, along with the knowledge that they made history and paved the way for more Junior Olympians in the future. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed the story and learned a little something too. And since we know everyone has their own story, we'd love to hear yours. If you have an idea for a Lively Lewis story, leave a comment on our Apple podcast review page with five stars, your idea, and your little one's name. Then maybe our next adventure will be with you. Until our next story time hangout. Thanks for listening. We can't wait to share another fun Lively Lewis story with you.